Welcome, everybody, to Whispers of the Mad Witch, the fourth podcast for No More Mutants. So today I just wanted to go over a little bit of, you know, some of the things that are going on in the X-Men universe. We saw, I mentioned Death of X in the previous podcast, and that really has me worried. I couldn't spend a lot of time on the previous podcast. But the way the Marvel Universe is being is treating the X-Men is just really put a bad taste, not just in my mouth, but many other fans. We know that we have a lot of complaints, especially when it was revealed that Mar- uh, Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver are no more, uh, no longer children of Magneto. This is a long-established lore that we have with them, knowing that they were his children, and having the history and the turmoil of, you know, what it is to have a father who is a villain, but you yourself were used and manipulated to become a villain and having to clean your name and finally join the Avengers as they did. But because, you know, the MCU and how big the the movies are and they wanted to incorporate Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch into the Avengers movie, they figured out, well, we can not mention the word mutants. We'll make them, you know, different. We'll make them special. And they're no longer the Scarlet Witch of the comic book. And so then what they did in the comic books is they said, well, you know, this Scarlet Witch is pretty good. Everybody seems to love her. Well, we're going to change her. We're going to remove the mutant factor from her. And it was revealed when she went mad again. She uh, she got pissed off at Daddy. And she put a curse on him. Uh, or per- apparently a curse on those of her bloodline. And nothing happened to Magneto. And that's when she started laughing and realized in the comic book, hey, you're not my dad. This has just been a farce. It's been a lie all along, and so we're not related to you. Now you have Death of X coming into play, where we've seen that in the comic books, the Inhumans have taken the spotlight. We've seen that they have new new issues focusing on their story, and we see that the X-Men have had to move the school from Westchester all the way to Limbo and have magic open portals back and forth to Earth and back because... The, the trans, I think it's transgenic gas, some gas that the Inhumans have been able to release as they're, they're multiplying has negated the mutant factor that, you know, positively affects everybody that we know and love in the X-Men team. So now we see on the cover of one of the variants, Medusa herself going after or going head to head with Cyclops. And we don't know what's really happening. We, we have no synopsis, we have nothing. But that's just the title, Death of X. I believe it's speaking of the dream, but seeing how they have used the Scarlet Witch and they have manipulated that storyline and retconned it to the point that she's no longer a child of Magneto, I believe they're going to go ahead and disband the X-Men completely. That because on top of the fact that the MCU would love to have the X-Men, but they can't because Fox still has the rights. So, I think that totally sucks. I really wish that they would focus more on the X-Men, like I had mentioned in my previous podcast. The X-Men were a group of superhumans that were flawed. These are people who were picked on. These are people who were scrawny. These are people who were just too big, and yet they stood for something else. They, They stood for something that even though you are not perfect, you are just as important as the guy who is, like a Captain America who is a supreme, you know, super soldier, or you have a god like Thor, or you have, you know, somebody super smart and good-looking like Tony Stark. 
don't get me wrong. I like the Inhumans. I really like Black Bolt. I really like his storyline. But I just feel there's just so much history within the X-Men community, within the X-Men books. I mean, how many mutants are there? They had to even tone it down when, I mean, I flipped out when I read House of M. And I didn't read it while it was out. I didn't read it when it was revealed or when it was released, excuse me. I read it many years later and I had stopped reading comic books. But somebody told me, just pick that up. You'll see if you like it. If not, you continue. And I had so many back issues of X-Men that I was like, you know what, I'll read this. I haven't read comics in a long time, but I'll, I'll pick it up. And it blew me away. I loved it. But at the very end of it, if you read the storyline, mutants came from a community of millions down to a community of 198. I mean, the Scarlet Witch really handled uh, and gave a serious blow to the mutant community at the time. But I still loved it. I think it was appropriate. They toned it down. They brought the mutants down a little bit more manageable. Because through the years... I believe the Marvel Universe just, oh, everybody's a mutant, and, and he's a mutant too, and it just, just got out of hand. I mean, you do realize that once Spider-Man has an actual child, his child is a mutant. Uh, and even like that, Franklin Richards, he is a mutant, you know, because his parents were superhuman, but they weren't born with an actual X factor or anything like that, Gene. It was just that because they were superhuman, his, he mutated himself and he is one of the most powerful mutants that we know today. Even like that, Fantastic Four has just been dumped on. I mean, I get the movie sucked. I'm not a big FF fan. I never have been. I thought, you know, Mr. Fantastic was just, you know, Plastic Man and inside the Marvel Universe and Invisible Girl. Like, okay, can't see me. But they've manipulated their powers a little bit, especially Invisible Woman where, you know, she has force fields and she can do other things with it. But right now, I, I've, I can tell you I've never been a big FF fan. I have been a big Silver Surfer fan, and I do like his story. I do like how he interacted with the whole story of Galactus and, you know, other issues. But FF themselves, like Thor and Human Torch, I was like, ugh. But, you know, the Marvel Universe loved them, but now they dumped on them. I mean, because of the movie. We saw the movie tanked so hard. And they were writing Secret Wars already. They even extended Secret Wars from an eight-issue uh, storyline to a ninth. And I don't think that was coincidence. I think they had an eight-story issue. But because the movie was tanking so hard, they're like, you know what? Write a different story. We're going to have to expand it at the end. So scratch what you have for issue eight. Rewrite eight and rewrite nine. Or, or write nine. So we can just do away with the FF. And they split them up. They split up you know, thing into Guardians of the Galaxy and you have Johnny running around with the Inhumans and you have, you know, Reed and his wife somewhere in the galaxy with the kids. They're just exploring and they're not dead, but the FF is no more. And I think that's exactly what they're going to do with Death of X. I think they're going to go ahead and still have key prominent figures like Storm, Rogue, Gene, Old Man Logan, uh, they'll still have them around. Even uh, the new Wolverine, which is X-23, they'll have them around, but they just will not be prominent within one team together as mutants. I'm looking forward to the day that they will return into that and that the X-Books would be one of the biggest things that they, you know, that they have on the shelves because those stories still rock to me. If you guys want to read some really good stories, 
pick up some of the trade paperbacks that are available for the Fallout the Mutant storyline. Um, Dark Phoenix Saga is out there. Days of Future Past is out there. Um, pick up, you know, um, what Mutant Massacre, which is great. Inferno was Mr. Sinister. Uh, a lot of history of Gene and Scott was revealed during that. Um, that I love that storyline. Extinction Agenda, my goodness, when I read that and I was, a, I think I was in 18 years old in high school, my jaw dropped. I mean, the covers were freaking amazing. The art was amazing when Jim Lee drew, drew the issues. Um, the last final issues were not drawn by, by Jim in the Uncanny title, but the storyline was amazing. Uh, I love those issues. Those are things that you guys should pick up. You'll, you'll really see why you need to dive deeper into the X-Men, why people loved them and why be they became so popular to the point that they even started a cartoon based off of everything that Jim had already done in the X-Men title. For the next podcast, I think I'm going to try to dive deeper into a character or give you some of the history of some of the characters themselves so you guys can learn. I know I have a few people on Instagram that have asked me like, hey, who is that guy? And, and I don't know his power. And, and some of it to me is like, really, you don't? But I can understand some of you guys are younger than me. I'm 43. And you guys are just getting into comics. And there's a lot of X-Men history that I could go through. So see you next time. <laughs>